times. Real life is stranger than fiction. This is a reality trip with Ben Farmer Jr. Hello, everybody. This is Ben Fama Jr. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Reality Trip. This is uh, episode eight. Got my wife with me today, Mesa. Thank you for joining me. Hi. I wanted to, uh, well, first off, let's, let's do a little couple of announcements here real quick. We have a, a new Facebook group page for Reality Trip Podcast for all of the reality trippers out there. Um, this is basically a group that anytime we have any like discussions or anything, when we're not actually, you know, streaming live or we're not actually, you know, broadcasting that we can talk about some of the stuff that we've been talking about. Plus it helps give us a little bit of show, show ideas and, and things that we could talk about. So um, our Facebook link, the new one is facebook.com slash groups slash reality tripper. That's facebook.com slash groups slash reality tripper. And like I said, it's a private group, but you can sign up right now and, you know, and be accepted. And, and it's a brand new group that you can like discuss all the topics we're talking about and stuff like that. So let's get right to it. Um, this episode is about, I wanted to talk about mental illness this time. And obviously we all know recently there was an unfortunate shooting in Oregon with a gentleman who shot a bunch of people and, you know, and we always get into this gun debate here in this country about, you know, guns and gun control and mental illness. And like one side is saying, you know, we need to reduce the amount of guns or whatever. And then the other side is saying, well, it's a mental illness problem. And I think for me, uh, you know, personally, I'm, uh, I'm an advocate for the right to carry a gun. I think that there are many responsible gun owners out there. And unfortunately, there's a few that ruin it for the rest of everybody. But I think we're not really getting to the issue of mental illness. We, we always say, well, it's a mental illness issue, but we never, we never talk about mental illness in a way that's effective enough to understand what are the reasons that could be causing people to act this way. Now, I know there's a debate of whether or not some of these people had mental illnesses or not, you know, so I, I can't say every single shooter had one, but there's definitely a mindset going on with these killers when they walk into a place and they feel the need to actually shoot people. And I wanted to really talk about what is the mindset of somebody that feels the need to actually do that? You know, a lot of times we, we end up thinking that these people are just evil or it's Satan or it's, you know, some, you know, they're just crazy people but I don't think we really get into the process of what's going on in their minds. And so what I wanted to talk a little bit about is what are some of the causes that might be causing people to be acting this way? And, and what are some of the things that we could talk about first off when we're talking about, first off, let's talk, let's talk about mental illness first. Why do you think that we don't actually talk about mental illness enough in this country? No, we don't talk about it because of the stigma that's attached to anytime you say, you know, oh, mental illness is X, Y, Z, and then a person gets labeled as crazy or psycho or, you know, I, I often hear, oh, that person must be bipolar because they're, you know, going from one mood to another too fast for someone. And when you do that, the people that truly do have bipolar disorder now feel like they're just being stigmatized or ostracized. And it's made to be this like horrible, horrible thing if you have some sort of mental health issue. And the more we don't talk about it, the more we stay silent and the more that people, you know, who do have a mental illness stay silent instead of speaking out and saying, hey, I actually have bipolar disorder and you don't even know it. You could look right at me and never know that I have a mental illness or that I was ever diagnosed with depression, PTSD or anxiety. 
You would never know it by looking at me. That is, I think, the reason why we don't talk about it. Cancer is sometimes easy to see because you lose your hair. You have to, you know, you end up bald, you end up sick. There's all these other illnesses that are outward in appearance. Mental illness isn't. It's something that is invisible. You, you don't know by looking at someone what could possibly be wrong. And, and so it just kind of gets swept under the rug and then it gets brought up again every time there's a shooting. And honestly, I, I'm beginning to kind of feel like how what John Oliver said on HBO the other night when he brought up that, okay, so every time we talk about a mass shooting now, mental illness is brought up. But I don't think it's just that these people are mentally ill. In fact, I don't think all of them actually are. I think some of them suffer from loneliness, from rejection, from lack of connecting, being able to connect with other people. You know, take, for example, the shooter that killed all those women at the college in, I believe it was in California, not too long ago. And he went on that video rant about how he was constantly rejected and rejected by girls. And he was a lonely dude. I don't think... And I think his rejection caught up to him and it, it got to be too much and he just couldn't take it anymore. And he, something inside him snapped. Now, you could easily go back and probably look at the psychological profile of most of them. I'm sure they had some sort of maybe mental illnesses hanging it, you know, hanging on to them or, or something. I don't know for sure. Well, some of them did because some of them actually got psychiatric help. Yeah. They, yeah. Some of them were on medication. Some of them weren't on medications. And I think the problem that we have in society is we always think that if we just get rid of the guns or if we just have gun control, it's going to solve everything. Mm -hmm. But let's say, for example, that was even a true case. Let's say we got rid of all the guns and it reduced the gun violence. I still think we're missing the bigger issue when it comes to mental illness in this country and how much it affects our lives. I mean, it's one thing that there's people walking into places and shooting people, which is very unfortunate. But it's another thing to say that, you know, that mental illness affects people in their lives. It affects their relationships. It affects their work. It affects everything about what they're doing. And yet it's the one thing we don't really talk about because there's this perceived stigma that people are afraid to talk about it. And to me, it doesn't make any sense. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a person that suffers from mental illness. You know, I have I have mental illness. I've been suffering from mental illness for many years. And I think the more I've tried to understand it, the better I've tried to make my life because of it. I mean, the more you, I think you have the tools to be able to deal with mental illness and be, to be able to treat it, the better off you are in our society. And it's costing us a lot of money and, and time and, and, and a lot of pain in a lot of people's lives that we sit behind these these walls of stigma that like there's all these surface issues in the world. There's surface issues of, Oh, it's about the guns and it's about the violence on TV. And it's about all this other stuff that they blame, but they don't really take the time to really look at the actual issues of what's going on in our minds and what's causing us to think and be this way. You know, the other problem that I had with the recent shootings that just came out too. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this was not just because this was a mass shooting. It was also because this guy also claimed that he had singled out Christians. And I, you know, I was one of the first people that got online and said, it's bullshit that he had done that. You know, I'm, I'm a very outspoken atheist. I think there's better ways of thinking than theology and religion and spirituality, but I would never make the claim that it's a good idea to kill anybody over any beliefs. In fact, I feel like if you can't prove a point, you know, using logic and reasoning or arguing or whatever it is, then you don't really have one. Now, 
The problem that we're having with this is there was, I just saw a recent post, but I think it was the Freedom from Atheism Foundation, which is probably a play on the Freedom from Religion Foundation. They made this terrible post and I put it on my Facebook about this guy was good without God. You know, are you? you know, about him killing the Christians. They showed a picture of the shooter and he says, you know, he, you know, he didn't believe in God or whatever. And I'm but paraphrasing. That's, but that's not true. No, but the problem is, is that, you know, that this is the problem that I have with a lot of bad ideas in this world. And, you know, in this country is basically when we're manipulating, like there's these opportunists that are out there that are constantly trying to manipulate the public and thinking that this is an atheist issue or the reason why people are doing this is their lack of God or there's this perceived persecution in our country, which to me is not correct. You're, these people are not being persecuted. And even if there was a persecution, even if there was a group of people that claimed to be atheists, I would still speak out against them. And I think most prominent atheists in this country speak out against this kind of stuff. We are, we are for reason and logic and, and decision-making and using science. This is still illogical reasoning for whatever this guy did. And for whatever reason he went and decided to single out Christians, it was illogical. It wasn't for his lack of God. It was his own perceptual mindset of what he perceived in his life. And, and we need to really disseminate the difference between these opportunists, these Christian opportunists and these people that keep trying to use these things like Kim Davis and everybody else to prove their point and move their agenda forward and not think logically about what's really going on underneath the surface from there. So that's another reason why I wanted to bring this up, because most atheists in this community would never tolerate. They would never support anybody walking into any place and shooting people for any reason. You know, and so we need to stand up and say something about this when this happens every time these people misinterpret the argument because they don't actually understand the actual argument of what is actually going on in someone's mind. And that's why we need to talk more about the mental illness causes of what is making people feel, like you said earlier, it's forms of isolation. I, th I feel oftentimes when we commit crimes and the, it, most times that we, we are violent and we do stuff, we, we perceive a threat. And a lot of times that anger and that fear and that frustration is, you know, back in the days when we were hunters and gatherers, you, you know, we would use anger and to kill another animal or to kill somebody else because we were trying to get rid of a threat. I think this day and age, since we, we're not hunters and gatherers anymore, we have these other perceived threats. And I think when people are isolated, I think when people have mental illnesses, when they're not thinking logically, they perceive threats into the world and they need to justify their frustration of the world. They're, they need to justify that pain and that suffering. And I think that's the one thing we don't ever look at with these people is, is that a lot of these people whether we agree with them or not, let's take the emotion out of it for a minute. And this isn't a right or wrong issue, what I'm talking about. They feel a sense of pain and suffering within their own minds. There's a sense in their own head that either they've lost hope, either they've lost some sort of focus in their life, they've, they feel as if they're trapped, maybe there's no options for them, maybe they're, they're so in their own head that their logic and their decision-making processes aren't working correctly. And when you're in that state of mind and you feel hopeless and you're not thinking straight and you feel this, this pain, you know, anytime we, we feel pain, we always try to eliminate that pain. We feel the need to take it out on other people. And it's not right. But I think if we understand the mindset of what's causing these people to do this, we have a better understanding of maybe identifying the signs of seeing, okay, do I, do I notice people that 
tend to be a little bit closed off, tend to be a little bit more angrier than the next person. There are certain signs you can see with these people that can at least indicate, and I don't want to be like a minority report where we arrest people before something happens, but I'm saying maybe there's signs we could see that maybe we can help them get the help that they need, you know, and help them to be able to think through their thought process and what they're doing and maybe prevent more of these things from happening. I don't know about all that. I don't know if we're actually ever going to be able to predict before someone does something like that. I don't I don't know because we can reduce the odds of it happening. We cannot reduce the odds of it happening and saying, look, you know, it, it's but it's, that's like but that's like profiling. That's psychologically profiling. Well, someone we do that when it comes to people that are sick. I mean, when people are, are, are they have certain symptoms they're, they're, they're physically sick of something, whether it's cancer or whatever, we, we, we will diagnose them and try to get them help and treatment. Why are we not doing the same thing? I mean, if mental illness is a serious thing we need to be looking at, then we need to look at signs and symptoms of people doing stuff and say, look, you need to be treated for this. I'm not saying to like force people into homes or, you know, psychiatric care like we used to. I'm saying that the more we can identify these patterns and signs, or the more we can identify the patterns and signs, even in ourselves, Mm-hmm. We can we can start to recognize that we have a problem with ourselves. And it's not always just for the people that I'm talking about when it comes to shooting people. I'm also just talking about people with mental illnesses who, you know, whose lives suffer, who go through a lot of pain in their lives to being able to identify what are the causes and the trigger mechanisms that are creating these symptoms and creating their lives to be this way mm-hmm. so they can make better decisions and see, you know, what it is they're actually doing. Right. My outlook on it, you know, is just we do have to pay closer attention to the people that are around us. We have to I don't know how to educate everyone on, you know, looking for psychological symptoms, because as I stated before, people look already do that. They look at another's behavior and they think they're an armchair psychologist and already try to do that. That's why people are labeled, oh, they're acting bipolar because their behavior is this way today. You know, it's a very fine line when you do that. I'm not opposed to educating the public and saying, okay, well, you know, maybe these are some signs and things to look out for. I think that it's more along the lines of what you were speaking to in in terms of recognizing it within yourself. I don't think that, you know, I think it's another thing where if you're genuinely concerned about another person, then yes, I would say, you know, reach out to them and ask, you know, hey, are you okay? Are you doing okay? Is there anything I can do to help you? You seem a little down or something like that. I tend to to do that when I see, you know, coworkers or friends and I notice that there's something off. You know, that's one way to do it because they may not even be aware that they're putting out that vibe or whatever, you know, are coming across that way. So I think awareness is, is huge. I did want to speak to your point a few minutes ago when you were talking about him singling out Christians. He's not an atheist. He's a Christian. And what he was saying, and this is from all the reports of the survivors, is that he was just asking them, hey, are, are you religious before shooting them? And some would say, yeah, I believe in God. And he'd say, okay, I'll meet you there. 
he he wasn't an atheist doing this. Right. He was and a that's, Christian. That's why I was trying to say something too was is that this guy wasn't an atheist. He wasn't shooting them because of Christianity. No, you know, he, he was, was a spiritual person. He yeah. he he disdained organized religion. Right. But he was a spiritual person. But it yeah. definitely wasn't the motivating factor behind the entire shooting. No, I still don't understand his motivation. I know a couple, you know, supposed motivations of the others, you know, that left behind manifestos or left behind notes or, you know, I think the one is still, isn't the one that shot up the movie theater still alive. He was brought to trial yeah. in Colorado. Yeah. So, I mean, we know, we know some of the, the things and that guy was seeing a psychologist. He was the one that had a shrink and she was like, I had no idea. You know, right. she, she, I think she said she had a couple of suspicions, but she wasn't 100% sure. You know, so it, it's such a, it's such a fine, fine line when we talk about the mental illness side with these people, but I'm all for educating the public on what they need to look for within themselves to say, okay, I think I might have a problem. Well, unless we're even acknowledging that there is a problem to, to acknowledge. I mean, I don't understand how we think we're going to fix the problem. I mean, I know, I know a lot of people that are afraid to even go get help. They're afraid to even go and, you know, because mm -hmm. there's such a stigma or they think they can handle it on their own or they have this misperception of what they think psychology actually is. Right. You they know? don't understand. And it's not a perfect system. There might be a couple of psychologists you need to go through. You know, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not for or against medication. You know, what I'm saying is, is that like you might have to go through different types of medication. Medication may not be good for you. I mean, I'm not a qualified doctor, so I'm not going to give people that advice. All I'm saying is, is that it may take a while for you to find the right help needed. But I think in the end, it's like anything else. I think it's worth the time and effort for you to do it instead of trying to sit there and face it on your own or not do it because you have such a stigma or you think, oh, I'm worried about what everyone else thinks. Like, fuck what everyone else thinks. This is your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is you. This is like, you're the one that's got to get up every day and deal with that shit. At least for you, maybe you can't help somebody else. Maybe you see somebody else who's suffering and, and, you know, there's only so much you could do for other people. You can only lead them so far. But if you're the person going through mental illness, if you're the person dealing with an anxiety disorder or bipolar disorder, you know, you've got to come to some realization and some sort of acceptance that you have a problem and that you're willing to do the hard work to do that, you know, to, 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 to change it. Because, you know, it's, it's something you, I think you have to deal with for the, almost the rest of your life sometimes, you know, I know for me it is like, it's, it's not that I'm like this perfect person that knows how to deal with all of it, but I've been given more tools to help me deal with it better now than I did before. And had I known I'd done what I've been doing before, like had I known I had this problem, maybe I've been able to deal with all the shitty mistakes that I made and all the shitty decisions and things I did. Cause I didn't know, I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was like, Oh, I'm just fucking crazy. Or, you know, it's other people or whatever else. But now that I have an understanding more of what it is, there's times I recognize when it's a problem. And even though it's tough for me and I still have a hard time, I still try not to let it get to the point where it is for a lot of people where it becomes overly destructive and it becomes overly a problem in someone's life and, and, and how it affects relationships and jobs and everything else. This shooting is just one small part of it. But I think the part that frustrates me is these politicians who keep saying, well, it's a mental health issue. It's a mental health issue. And yet they talk about nothing about dealing with the actual mental health issues. They'll, they'll, they'll just they'll skirt it under the table and just say it's a mental health issue. But then we don't ever talk about it. It's like, oh, but then that's it. It's just, oh, that's what the problem is. Well, then 
you know what? We, we should be talking about this shit. That's what the, you know, there should be politicians out there talking about how to deal with mental health and, and advocates speaking up about mental health more and more and more. I don't think politicians should be talking about mental health. I think, well, they're the ones that need to make the laws in order or whatever it is for us to to do that. Let me finish. What I was going to say was, is I think it's, I think it should be the mental health experts out there talking about it and then going and talking to the politicians behind closed doors. I don't want to hear a politician stand up and say, oh, it's mental health, blah, 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 because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But they need to be doing the same thing they would be doing for health care. You know, I, where they I talk about that. it and say, look, you know, but there, there might I need would, to be more funding for research. There might need right. to be more education what on I, it. There's got to be more of a policy done for mental illness than what's been doing now, because right. whatever they're doing now is not working. I'm not I am not saying not to have that. All I was trying to say was I would rather hear from the actual psychological experts out there talking about mental health and then them going to our politicians and saying this should be. Then, you know, a top priority. And here's a good way to start. But if the politicians aren't even saying anything about it, they're not going to do that. See, the the politicians are the ones that need to be talking about the the actual issues and what can be done. Do we need to fund more education? Do we need to fund more health care for like whatever we part, whatever the health care plans that we're dealing with in this country needs to be a part of it. They're not the advocates of saying what you should do. What I'm saying is that it needs to be brought up in a way that it's taken just as seriously as we do all these other problems when it comes to cancer or Alzheimer's or anything else. Is that I would like to see the politicians with the advocates. I would like to see the politicians with a psychologist psychological expert out there talking together is what I'm trying to say. I, I'm saying bring them together. I'm saying not just have the politician bring both because when they talk about medic, the medical plans and things like that, they had a doctor up there. They had the surgeon general up there. So that's what I'm referring to. You know, I think that there's a lot to be gained by implementing more mental health plans in, in conjunction with the medical health plans that we have. I feel like it's, it's a failed system. Well, it is. And until we take it more seriously than what we're doing or more people speak out about it or more people like really, you know, take the time to educate themselves to do it. I don't really know what we're expecting to happen. Like we think if we just reduce guns that somehow it's just going to fix the problem, you know, and it's like, no, there's still a problem that needs to be solved. We're, we're looking at the surface issues of it. We're not looking at the underlying problems when it comes to people and their thinking and we're not educated. We're, we're just not the, most people do not understand these problems. Most people do not understand most of the, most of the things that are related to mental illness in this country. They don't know how to deal with it. They, they, I mean, and then what makes it worse is they mix other things like religion into it and they think, well, it's Satan doing this. And it's like, dude, we need to like move forward in this country with progressive ideas. I mean, progressive ideas and saying that we need to like start out thinking these outdated ideas of what we think, the reasons why something are and, and start understanding the real solutions to these actual problems, you know, saying it's Satan or lack of God or whatever else for some people or, 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 you know, or whatever these churches do in order to make up for the fact that, you know, they try to derail science. I'm not saying they all do, but some of them do, you know, and just like right now, they're being opportunists. They're being opportunists and and taking advantage of these situations and saying, Oh, this is because of lack of God. This is for taking God out of our schools. That's bullshit. That's straight fucking bullshit. And, and you know, I have no tolerance for that ignorance in this country when it comes to people that keep using excuses to not understand the actual underlying problems. 
And we need people on like with brains to study this shit, to do research on it, to actually develop actual psychological understandings of these things and not just make shit up and think, oh, that's going to solve the problem and use ideology and irrational thinking in order to solve it. What I would like to see is more done to prevent mental illness. I would like for there to be more studies and maybe there are and I just haven't seen them yet in regards to what is the root cause of most of the mental illness that is plaguing the country. You know, what? why do we not focus on the root cause? I feel like sometimes we look at the mental illness and we treat the symptoms of the mental illness because that seems to be what, you know, is hindering a person's life right away. And I'm not, and, and I'm not saying to not treat that, but a lot of the time we don't, then we don't dig any deeper. We don't try to figure out, okay, well, what was the root cause? What is the cause of your mental illness? Why, how did you come to be bipolar? How did you come to have a, you know, severe PTSD or an anxiety disorder? PTSD is different because most of the time you can kind of pinpoint a piece of your life, you know, that that relates to, but I, I don't understand why we focus so much on, on that. And we don't focus on prevention. We don't educate parents anymore on, Hey, if you do this to your kid, you're going to screw them up. You know, like a lot of mental illness comes from your childhood, comes from things that were done to you when you were a kid, either done by your parents, by your environment or, you know, other adults in your environment we don't take those things into consideration. We just yell and scream, oh, mental illness. Well, let's look at where it came from. Well, some of it's also hereditary too. I think some of it is genetic. It's some both pieces, nature versus nurture, but I think it's both. Some pieces are, yes. There's been genetic links to, to certain mental, you know, mental health issues like schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. However, those are also things that can be triggered. So why aren't we looking at what the triggers are? Well, you know, the other thing is too, is, is that, and going back to the guns thing, I know why a lot of people want to reduce guns because they think that's going to solve the problem. But here's the thing. Most gun owners, and this is going back to, to the whole gun issue. Most gun owners are very responsible people. They're not out there shooting people. They're not doing stuff. And not everyone who has a mental illness is going to shoot somebody. They're not. 90% of the people, I think it's, I mean, this is a rough statistic. I don't know if it's 90%, but the majority of people that have mental illness are not violent. Mm -hmm. And the majority of people that own guns are not violent. So we need to look at this as being a, a, a small percentage, even though it's an important percentage of people that are doing this. Being said that, until we live in a society that makes that lets us understand why we need to kill each other, why we rob each other, why we rape each other, why we do stuff. You can't just assume that by taking away the guns, we've solved the problem. Now I know there's other countries who've taken away the guns and, and their, and their gun rates have gone down. So it's not that I don't look at that information saying that it is or isn't sound. I, you know, the, the point I'm trying to get at is, is that to me, I feel like I have a right to defend my family. I have a right to you know, protect myself from people who aren't emotionally thinking correctly, who might be strung out on drugs, trying to rob me or trying to rob, you know, my family or break into my house or to do something. I have a right to protect myself. Or do, I mean, I feel like I have that right as a responsible gun owner to do that. But the thing is, is that we keep thinking that, you know, 
that if we take away the guns that somehow, you know, that's going to make it better. And, but we all know that criminals are going to get guns, whether or not they get them legally or not. That's just, I mean, we, we can look at, you know, people that constantly get guns that aren't allowed to have guns. I could get a gun illegally right now if I wanted to much easier than me getting one legally. And a lot of these guys that shoot these places up have gotten the guns legally. So I'm not opposed to gun changes and reforms and saying that, look, if we need to do background checks or whatever it is we need to do, I just don't know anything that we could actually do that could re- reduce the actual problem and fix the problem. I'm not saying there's not a solution. I just don't know what it is. In my eyes, I just don't see what could actually be fixing the problem. And if there is, great, let, let's do it. I'm, not, I'm willing to change my mind. The reality, though, is is that I think there's an underlying problem that we really need to be addressing that we just don't talk about. We just, I mean, I know some, some of us do, and, and, and there are educators and people that are trying to, but we don't talk about it enough. And we don't talk about it often enough that we really understand it. And as long as there's a, a stigma and, and people that just fail to try to understand it, I don't know what they expect to change. I don't know what this country or anywhere around the world is expecting to change when it comes to to, to these factors of, of mental illness. And unfortunately it's costing a lot of people, a lot of time and energy and pain to, to deal with these issues and to deal with the suffering that's actually that it's causing. Cause the underlying mechanisms of the things going on in someone's head, the thought process of somebody's mindset when they're trying to deal with life and they're trying to deal with situations and, and the voices that are in their head and the tape that keeps playing in their mind, you know, most people have never, ever been taught how to deal with that, how to deal with their responses to the world and deal with responses to their environment and, 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 and how to actually understand their own thing. Where are you taught that? In school? No one teaches you that shit. No, you're supposed to be taught by your parents or by your But they don't even know. How, come on, how many people do we know that actually even know this shit? They don't, you know? And, and unless you're like educating yourself all the time about it, where are you learning it? And if you don't have the motivation to even learn how, you know, to even educate yourself to understand psychology or the human mind, I, I, like I said, I don't know what the solution is at that point. You can make all the laws in the damn world. You know what I mean? We've had laws for thousands of years. Look, we're still warring. We're still killing people. There's still a war on drugs that's been failing us. Okay. There's still people running to these other systems thinking, oh, well, if we just, if we're tougher on crime, if we're tougher on this, tougher on, well, guess what? That shit didn't work either. That means we're going to have to do the real hard work and really figuring out what the real problem is, not making up a bunch of fucking solutions because we, you know, we want to beat our fucking hands on our chest like fucking alpha males and be like, oh, look at me. I'm I'm the toughest on crime. I'm the toughest on uh, drugs. I'm the toughest on this bullshit, dude. That doesn't work. We know it doesn't work. We've shown it doesn't work. Look at our prison population where most of the freaking are the inmates are are mentally ill and are nonviolent. And it's nonviolent people on drug offenses, half of them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you don't see that the system is broken, you're, you're dead sleep. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you paying attention to? Turn off your goddamn American Idol. Like, turn off Dancing with the Stars for half a minute and, and go read a book or something, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, we need to wake up from this garbage of just nonsense, what we're putting into our brains, and start looking and understanding the society that, that we're living in and the reasons why we do what it is we do. Or... We need to stop bitching about it. We need to stop being like, oh, well, why is this happening? You know, if I, if I say some prayers, maybe this will stop. Bullshit. I, we all know that the greatest way to fail at things is to pray about them. Prayer does not work. 
We've shown over and over that prayer does not work. So you could pray all you want for these people. You can do whatever the hell you want. And believe me, I'm, I'm empathetic to people saying that they want to believe that this is a solution and they're, they're going through a lot of pain and suffering. I'm not trying to downplay that by any means, but I'm also a realist. I mean, this is reality trip, you know, it's about being real and reality is, is prayer is not going to do anything. We need real solutions. We need real brains on the problem, fixing these problems and thinking about this and not relying on these outdated systems that aren't going to do anything for us. So what do you think is a good way to have people learn how to connect better? Because I feel like that is a lot of what's missing in our society today. There's not a whole lot of human connection going on you know, other than through, you know, social media, which actually isn't really social. It's more kind of a, Hey, look at me. And that's about it. Or it's who can bitch about the most shit, you know, Yeah, that too. and we're all guilty of that. But I think it's, I think the internet's taught me how vicious people can be and how fucked up people can be in their thinking and doing Mm -hmm. stuff. And, you know, there isn't a day I'm not slamming my freaking palm into my forehead being like, what the fuck am I looking at here? What am I watching here? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, but unfortunately that's the world that we live in. And it's funny that we're all connected with these devices and computers and cell phones and fucking whatever the fuck we're doing, but we're all so disconnected. You know, we just, we just went on a trip to go see some friends in Illinois and it was a good, it was a good trip. Cause you know, I mean, we, I really wasn't on my devices that much, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, it was good to have that interaction and that talking and just being around people. And we don't do that anymore. We've substituted with all these devices. And unfortunately we need these devices in order to promote our businesses and promote what it is we're doing. And, and I'm not going to say they're always a bad thing. I've learned a no, lot yeah. from the internet and social media. There's a lot of people that, you know, I plug into that. I've really learned a lot from our articles that I read constantly or YouTube videos that I see that totally educate me in ways that I would have never been educated, you know, 20 years ago, you know, even in my teens, you know, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of good that's out there, but I tend to look at it and say, well, most people are just like not giving a shit, you know, they're just like, well, look at, here's another goddamn cat video. Here's another fucking <laughs> superhero movie. Here's another fucking shot of my food, you know, and I'm not saying it's always a bad thing, but when that's your entire fucking life and you're not even paying attention to the actual issues that's going on and you're not connecting yourself to really what's going on. And and unfortunately now the media overhypes everything. And I think that's another problem going back to the whole gun thing is when the media constantly glorifies these fucking people. I know they tried to not do that on this one. In fact, I think it was the sheriff or somebody that was trying to say, well, we're not going to release the names of the the release, the name of the guy, but you know, we have all this alternative media now, now you can find anything. So these other bloggers and everyone else put the name out there You know, even if the mainstream media chooses to not do it, how do you control all these other people doing something? And you can't, and we shouldn't be controlling them, but there's got to be some sort of collective somewhere where we're starting to be like, you know what? Enough is enough with some of this shit. You know, enough is enough with, you know, our politicians being funded by, you know, corporate interest and whatever else. Enough with the fucking like bullshit in our politics and and what the fuck is going on. Enough with these stupid ass fucking witch hunts with goddamn Planned Parenthood and everything else. We need to be focusing on the bigger problems that, that are affecting us. And one of them, like I said, it, you know, I keep bringing it up is mental illness. And I know, I think there was a study that we saw a little while back ago that shows that oftentimes these people will commit um, atrocities after witnessing other atrocities, meaning mm-hmm. that there's a high likelihood that once there's a, a mass shooting or a serial killer, that there'll be a copycat somewhere. Now that's the biggest problem with us when we're talking about what we're talking is, is 
giving these people that attention. The problem that I have is I really want to know the motives of why somebody's doing what they're doing. That way it helps me identify it more in society and makes us understand it more, but not to glorify it, not to keep putting it out there over and over and over. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a delicate balance between being informed and then misusing the information or to distort the information or to allow some guy to think like, oh, look, I got my 15 seconds of fame because that's what it seems like everybody's trying to do now. You know, it's like, oh, look at me. Look, at I'm the celebrity now. I'm the I'm the over what? Like half these people don't even do shit. You know, they don't even talk about shit that's even worth listening to. And they're all of a sudden celebrities. You know, you got the Kim Kardashians and the Kim Davises out there. So, you know, maybe these guys and these young men or these guys that do this shit, you know, feel like this is, you know, I, I feel like crap in my life. I, I feel like a worthless piece of shit. This is my way of going out there and, and, you know, saying, fuck it, fuck the world. You know, like that guy who shot the fucking people on the, on the news thing, you know, yeah. he obviously felt some sort of anger and frustration he didn't know how to deal with and felt like, you know, that there was going to be a race war and all this other stuff. See, that's the problem is we're misinterpreting and misperceiving these threats in our society. Everybody thinks they're the fucking victim. Now, every fucking person's like, Oh, look at me. I'm persecuted. Look at me. I'm persecuted. No one's taking the time to say like, how do I actually deal with this shit? How do I actually make better decisions about how to actually make the world better? How do I make myself better? How do I, you know, and I'm not saying I got all the goddamn answers, but if we're not even going to talk about this shit and just be like, well, that guy's just a crazy fucker. Well, then you're going to get more crazy fuckers. That's all there is to it. You keep fucking giving the attention to all these people doing this shit. You know, why are we not giving the same fucking attention to the to the Nobel Peace Prize people? Why are we not giving it to the scientists and the people coming up with whatever? We know more about goddamn athletes and celebrities and reality TV bullshit than we do with the actual psychologists and scientists and everyone else out there who are actually making the world a better place. You know what I'm saying? But now we'll, you know, we'll pay an athlete millions of fucking dollars to go fucking hit a goddamn ball. You know what I mean? But we won't fund actual studies that actually could help us in society to live better lives and, and, and to do stuff. Well, I think it's because, I mean, obviously we have a somewhat, I guess, skewed value system. You know, it's funny that you bring up the sports piece because I was thinking about that today. I'm like, why are people... And why was I even like so into sports for a long time? And I think honestly, it's that tribal mentality and it's that feeling of I'm connected to something and it's through this other, you know, they're connected to something bigger and it's via this, you know, sports outlet or whatever it is or music or, you know, why, why else do we cling on to these, uh, you know, athletes and stars and musicians and reality TV stars. It's this wanting to connect somehow over some commonality. And until you can get people that are like, yeah, we love Michael Shermer and get them all together. You know, we're still, we're still going to have people that are like, well, no, I'm not going to give up my sports. I'm not going to stop watching my sports. And people and don't need I'm, to. I mean, but, but like you said, I mean, a lot of people would rather focus on those things instead of educating themselves on these other things. And it's one, because of it's their way to escape. But I also think that we're missing that, that human component, that connection component. You know, I honestly feel like that's 
what's really missing in society. Well, the thing is, too, is like you can watch sports. Don't get me wrong. But I think if you know more about sports and you know about, you know, economics and know more about psychology or science, then I think that that's a problem. And then there's too many people that do it. I mean, we've seen many times throughout society where, you know, like during Rome that they they watch the gladiator games more than they noticed that Rome was collapsing. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then you, I mean, there's a lot of people that watch sports that are intelligent. I mean, look at Joe Rogan, for example. I mean, you know, he commentates UFC, you know, but he's also an intelligent guy, you know, and so you can have that, but when you don't have enough of it in society, when you value more of that and, and, and think that more money should be made for entertainment than actual progress in science, then your values are fucked up. Your, your, your society is fucked up. And, you know, we need to value a society that's a little bit more balanced than what the fuck it is with this celebrity culture and this, you know, whatever the fuck culture that we're living in where more people know who is on the damn Dancing with the Stars and then that ends up on the fucking news or TMZ and, and all those motherfuckers, you know, end up making mainstream headline tabloid fucking news. And it's like, what the fuck value does that actually bring us? Who gives a fuck if Angelita Jolie and Brad Pitt are still together? Who gives a fuck about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West running for fucking president? You know, like, and if Kanye West runs for president, dude, I'm running against them. I'm letting y'all know right now. But mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Um, but the point being is, is that we value this entertainment culture and, and, and I think it feeds into the, some of the people with the gun violence and the mental illness. Uh, I mean, not, not that it feeds into the mental illness, but I think that, that a little bit of that celebrity culture, that, that kind of infamous shit is what is a small part of these guys going out there and getting their 15 minutes of fame or making their manifestos and doing whatever else. And it still distracts us from the fucking mental illness problem. Well, it's because they want to feel significant. Obviously, they don't feel significant in their lives. And so they're doing these other they're doing this because they see, oh, well, you know, with Columbine, Columbine was glorified. So I can be glorified too. And I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory, not to quote Bon Jovi, but it's one of those things where they just want to feel some sort of significance in their life. When you, when you look at it and you boil it down to the bare bones of it, that's what it is. Then why don't they find themselves significant in doing something good for other people? Like, why do we not value that enough? Like, because someone like we should be putting people more on the news of people who've like done great shit. Like, I know we do every once in a while, but we should giving like we should be giving more significance and airtime to people that are out there doing something. So people feel like, hey, look, dude, I'll be recognized for doing the hard work of of making the world a better place or coming up with new scientific discoveries or new ways of understanding the mind or or whatever. The problem is that it keeps fueling itself it keeps fueling its own its own cycle it's its its own fucking shit it's like the whole isis thing for example like these guys are going in with an ideology and just fueling this this unnecessary bullshit ideology and it's hurting islam itself because here's the thing we speak out against religion because we're seeing a lot of harm being done but we keep fucking focusing on the harm and that's what keeps, you know, they keep perpetuating it. I'm like, look, they, there needs to be some sort of self-awareness and saying, look, this isn't going to get us anywhere. You know, going and killing people or flying planes into the World Trade Center or being a part of ISIS or being a, like Kim Davis and hating gay fucking people and, and telling women what they should do with their bodies is not going to get anyone anywhere. And more and more people are, are leaving religion because of that same reason. Well, the same thing should be said when it comes to people with guns and, and, and or, or whatever, when people are being irresponsible about guns. 
you know, and shooting people up in these schools and feeling like, oh, look, I'll get attention if I do this or someone's going to notice if I fucking do it. The reality is, is we live in a day and age where it's 24 seven media where anyone can post anything on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. There's live streaming now. There's, I mean, there's all this different, these forms of doing stuff. So there's no stopping people if they really want to do something and something going viral. That's just all there is to it, you know? And I think a lot of people have, have wrapped their identity up into these, these, this media and doing stuff. And it's very rare. You find even anybody even talking about what the fuck it is we're talking about. I mean, how many podcasts are, are, are there's a very few, I know there's a, some that do, but there's very few, there's very few news stories that talk about this shit. You're not seeing this. In, you see it for like a minute in the, in the, in the mainstream media. And then they go off into the next thing, you know? And, and that's the problem in our society is like, okay, well, what do you want? What do you value? You know what I mean? Anyways, I think we'll go ahead and wrap this up for today. Um, Okay. You know, I think, I think it's an important discussion to have, but I think it's, it's definitely something that needs to be, you know, addressed more than just one podcast show. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if you have any comments or suggestions or anything, um, like I said, there's that Facebook group page. I love to hear your, your, what your thoughts are. Like we really would like to get some feedback on just kind of the show and the ideas that are kind of being across and what your ideas are. Cause we like to bounce off of what other people are trying to actually think about and trying to do. Cause I know a lot of times we don't have the ability to do this. So, um, so make sure you check out that Facebook page. I'll put it in the show notes too. Um, and if you didn't, if you didn't catch it at the beginning, it's facebook.com slash groups slash reality tripper. Um, we have a, we have a new Twitter too, um, um, at reality tripper. So if you want to, you know, hit us up there, you can do that. Um, and we're also available on SoundCloud now. So if you look us up on uh, Reality Trip, you can look at my website at benfalmerjr.com. A lot of these links and stuff will be there. So we just want to be able to get the podcast out to you any way that we can. So if you got any comments, suggestions, you know, questions, anything else, you know, feel free to hit us up and let us know. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and take a look at that. So any final thoughts? If you or someone you know is suffering or you want to learn more about mental health and mental illness, um, I highly, highly, highly recommend um, reaching out, you know, to your local psychologist or even doing, you know, research yourself online, just looking at other articles on like Psychology Today or, you know, things of that nature, there's help out there. So don't feel like you're alone because you're not. Yeah, please. Honestly, if you're one of those people right now listening and you are feeling like you're going to be violent or, or even if you're not feeling like you're violent, maybe you're just in a, in a really shitty place right now. Please don't be afraid to go get help. I know that there's all this crap and stuff that's going on in the world and it may seem like there's a stigma, but look, it's your life. And all we really want you to do is, is find the help that you need to at least have at least the tools for you to be able to manage it better and to be able to live at least a better life to do that. So please, if you or someone you know is going through something, please don't be, don't be afraid to reach out to somebody, reach out to a friend, reach out to a colleague, reach out to a psychologist, whatever you need to do, you know, just take that step in order to do it. And don't let, don't let yourself stop you in, in the process. So Anyways, I am Ben Fama Jr. Thank you for joining us today. And this is Reality Trip, and we will talk to you later. You've been listening to Reality Trip with Ben Fama Jr. Check out more great content by visiting benfarmerjr.com.